the Bible Study Podcast, episode 753. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of the book of Amos with chapter 5. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. We continue on with Amos 5. Amos 5 is a lament and call to repentance. Hear this word, Israel, this lament I take up concerning you. Fallen is virgin Israel, never to rise again, deserted in her own land, with no one to lift her up. This is what the sovereign Lord says to Israel. Your city that marches out a thousand strong will have only a hundred left. Your town that marches out a hundred strong will have only ten left. This is what the Lord says to Israel. Seek me and live. Do not seek Bethel. Do not go to Gilgal. Do not journey to Beersheba, for Gilgal will surely go into exile, and Bethel will be reduced to nothing. Seek the Lord and live, or he will sweep through the tribes of Joseph like a fire. It will devour them, and Bethel will have no one to quench it. There are those who turn justice into bitterness and cast righteousness to the ground. He who made the Pleiades and Orion, who turns midnight into dawn and darkens day into night, who calls for the waters of the sea and pours them out over the face of the land, the Lord is his name. With a blinding flash, he destroys the stronghold and brings the fortified city to ruin. There are those who hate the one who upholds justice in court and detest the one who tells the truth. You levy a straw tax on the poor and impose a tax on their grain. Therefore, though you have built stone mansions, you will not live in them. Though you have planted lush vineyards, you will not drink their wine. For I know how many are your offenses and how great your sins. There are those who oppress the innocent and take bribes and deprive the poor of justice in the courts. Therefore, the prudent keep quiet in such times, for the times are evil. Seek good, not evil, that you may live. Then the Lord God Almighty will be with you, just as you say he is. Hate evil, love good. Maintain justice in the courts. Perhaps the Lord God Almighty will have mercy on the remnant of Joseph. Therefore, this is what the Lord, the Lord God Almighty, says. There will be wailing in all the streets and cries of anguish in every public square. The farmers will be summoned to weep and the mourners to wail. There will be wailing in all the vineyards, for I will pass through your midst, says the Lord. And I'll stop there and let's talk about this for a bit. So this is a lament. And a lament is a a poem or song that is meant to be said. It's kind of like the country western music of the Old Testament. And so he is lamenting for Israel. Lamenting for Israel who is who is fallen and never to rise again. Right, Israel is going to go away if they don't change their ways here really, really quickly, and their whole land will be diverted. And then it talks about this: you know, the city that marches out a thousand strong will have a hundred left. If you march out a hundred, you'll have ten left. You know, basically talking about ninety percent of their people being gone, uh, gone in a bad way. And so we get this: seek me and live. And seek me and live reminded me just of the sermon that we did in last week's episode, which is which I mentioned the end of the Deuteronomy passages, the last of the five sermons of Moses given before they went into the promised land, before they became Israel in terms of the people who possess this land was choose God and live. And so this is a theme 
that comes back again here, again, with God saying, seek me and live. And don't go to all these other places. Don't go over here and look for help and don't go worship on those idols and everything. Come back to God. Seek God and live. Or the Lord will sweep through Joseph like a fire and devour them and devour them and known to quench it. So, you know, again, the time is coming. And then it talks about a couple different things. One is it talks about God and what God is like. And then it also talks about what they've been doing. And it jumps back and forth a little bit here. Those There are those who turn justice into bitterness and cast righteousness to the ground. So this is one of those what you've been doing things that you turning justice into bitterness. You can imagine the person who goes to court and they're, they're right. They were wronged. They have proof that they were wrong. They have witnesses who say they were wronged. But their opponent gave the judge a bigger bribe. That's kind of what you're talking about here when you're turning justice into bitterness, where justice is perverted because someone with power, authority, or money can buy their own justice. Any justice that is for sale is not justice. The way it works, you remember those statues we see of, of in front of the Supreme Court, for instance, in the U.S., has justice blindfolded. And the idea here being that it doesn't matter who you are, you get justice based on your case. And one of the problems that they have, and one of the problems that we have to some degree, is that it does matter who you are. It doesn't matter who your friends are, whether you get a pardon. It doesn't matter who you can afford as a lawyer. I mean, all of those things can matter and do matter. And that was something that God had against them. But then it switches and it starts talking about God, who made the Pleiades, who makes midnight turn into dawn, a darkness into day, this great and powerful God who is going to bring ruin, to turn fortified cities to ruin, flashing, destroying, all of these words here, again, if you don't change now. And then it jumps back again to what you've been doing. And again, justice. There are those who hate the one who upholds justice in court. Not only do we detest that, you, not only are they trying to buy out justice, but they hate those who, they hate those who like justice. They hate those who are uncorruptible judges and detest the ones who tell the truth. You know that your society is in bad shape. If you've gotten to the point where you, you can't even stand the honest judges, that is not a good sign. You levy a straw tax on the poor and impose a tax on their grain. You're trying to take more from the people who have none. My guess is you're not taking from the people who have something because it, that's a power thing. The poor don't just not have money. The poor don't have power because money buys power in this situation in Israel's case and to some extent in ours as well. And again, to the extent that we do these things, that's not good for us because God is really, really pissed off at Israel here and we don't want that same reaction. Therefore, you built stone mansions, so you're not going to live in them. You planted lush vineyards, you're not going to drink its wine. God says, you know, the reckoning is coming. I know your offenses, I know your sins. And then again, more specifically, those who oppress the innocent and take bribes and deprive the poor of justice in the courts. Again, this emphasis on justice, that justice is available even if you can't pay a bribe. 
right? The justice is available because you're right, because it's the right thing to do, that the law applies to everyone equally, and that everyone is held accountable to the law is what God wants. We're not talking politics at this point here. I, you know, whether your, your party that you like or the party that I like is more in favor of that. What we're saying what God likes is justice in the courts and none of this bribe stuff that everyone is equal under the law, that everyone gets justice based on merit of their case. Therefore, the prudent keep quiet in such times for the times are evil. How sad is that? That people who know better are not saying anything lest they get caught up in the trap. And I think we see some of that right now. Seek good, not evil, that you may live. Hate evil, love good. And again, maintain justice in the courts. Wow, did they have a problem in their courts. Perhaps the Lord God Almighty will have mercy. Perhaps. But... There's going to be wailing. There's going to be wailing in the streets. There's going to be cries of anguish. The farmers are going to be summoned to weep and the mourners to wail. There will be wailing in the vineyards. I will pass through your midst, says the Lord. So again, a lament. And then it goes on here, the day of the Lord. Woe to you who long for the day of the Lord. Why do you long for the day of the Lord? That day will be darkness, not light. It will be though a man fled from a lion only to meet a bear as though he entered his house and rested his hand on the wall only to have a snake bite him. Will not the day of the Lord be darkness, not light, pitch dark without a ray of brightness? I hate, I despise your religious festivals. Your assemblies are stench to me. Even though you bring me burnt offerings and grain offerings, I will not accept them. Though you bring choice fellowship offerings, I will have no regard for them. Away with the noise of your songs. I will not listen to the music of your harps, but let justice roll on like a river, righteousness like a never-failing stream. Did you bring me sacrifices and offerings forty years in the wilderness, people of Israel? You have lifted up the shrine of your king, the pedestal of your idols, the star of your God, which you made for yourselves. Therefore, I will send you into exile beyond Damascus, says the Lord, whose name is God Almighty. And again, one of these major themes here in the in the prophets is I don't care about your worship if it isn't backed up with your life, that worshiping me means doing the right thing. And in this case, justice, let justice roll on like a river, righteousness like a never failing stream. With that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. And thanks so much for listening. Hello, this is Dr. Doug Grotheis, host of Truth Tribe, where we seek the truth through reason and evidence about what matters most. And we are not tribal since truth is for everyone. Please join me at the Truth Tribe as I discuss the reasons for Christian faith, the Christian worldview, and moral issues such as abortion and gender ideology. 
To listen now, go to lifeaudio.com or search Truth Tribe on your favorite podcast app.